This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Because it will teach us His ways. And we will walk in His paths. I want to share something with us briefly tonight. It will teach us His ways. We will walk in the spots. Now, there is something that the church has to know, or every Christian must know. There is the speaking of the spirits, and there is the teaching of the spirits. Hallelujah. There are acts of God, and there are teachings of God. So, when you are taught, so the Bible says, He made His way known unto Moses, but His acts to the children of Israel. He made his way known unto Moses. His acts unto the children of Israel. No wonder they were always complaining and Moses never complained. He made his way known. So there are ways of God. And ways of God are taught by the Spirit of God. And there are acts of God. Now, you need to know this because when you pray and you don't understand this concept I've shared now, while looking for the acts of God after praying, you are going to miss the way of God. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. And the way of the Lord comes by the teachings of God. Now, this is the difference or this is the advantage. If you know the acts of God, you might not be able to replicate the acts of God except you know the ways of God. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. So, I'm coming home. I want, I want us to just a, a, a brief sharing tonight, but it will bless you tremendously because I have been talking about prayer for a while. And I said that even though we haven't gone deep into it, remember where we started from? The disciples saw Jesus Christ. And in Luke chapter 11, they said, Teach us how to pray. You remember that we, for about two weeks. So, teach us how to pray. And I said that the fascinating thing about that story. They saw what the man of Galilee did. They saw the miracles. They saw when he multiplied bread. They saw when he called Lazarus to come out of the grave. They saw when he uh, made, a, made, an, made eyeballs and healed the man that was born blind. Actually, the man was born without eyeballs and Jesus put it there. That was why he spat on the clay and put it there. So they saw these miracles and they saw when he walked on water because <laughs> Jesus did not have the time to divide the water. So, you know, in the realm of the spirit, there are progressions. And just like you have in the technological world, you've seen increase in knowledge from DOS computer. That big, remember DOS? Then Windows 95 or 98 and then Windows SP and Windows... And people will go to computer lab then. Many of you went to cyber cafe to browse. You never thought that it would come to your phone. And they will give you tickets. <laughs> and sometimes if you are not pro on computer, while you are searching for your address, your money is gone. You remember those days? Amen. And you see every computer room, just large computers everywhere and making noise. And they said the thing is still booting. 
and you can pay and your computer can go, go off. And we witness all that. People did not know that time will come that it will be inside your pockets. Hallelujah. How many of you wrote letters to your friend? Not knowing that there will be mails. And when mails came, you did not know there will be WhatsApp. Hallelujah. After letters, something came up first before mails. What was that? Which one? No, something came from Blackberry. Then Blackberry came and they said BB pin. Pin. <laughs> and that's, you know, all those things came and then you did not know that there will be something more sophisticated. And now you have what to have. Now you don't know what will happen next. Maybe the next one, George, you just do your hand like this and the screen will appear. Like a native doctor. <laughs> and you <laughs> because we just don't know where this will get to hallelujah Moses came and he took the road in Exodus 14 he needed to cross the Red Sea from time to time in your life you will need to cross the Red Sea if you don't experience something similar to doing the impossible you will remain small when you are going to find yourself at the other side of your life, the destiny, miracle, the realization of the vision, everything of sort, they are usually on the other side. And there is either a gulf or red sea in between. You will always experience this from time to time. It might be three times in your entire lifetime that you will need a quantum leap that changes the scenario of your life forever. Are you following me? So they go to Red Sea and God told Moses, so he brought out the right. Everybody was looking at the guy. He just did like this. And the Bible said there was east wind that blew all night long. All night long. And by daybreak, the water parted. That was Moses. When Elisha came, he also needed to part Jordan. Now there was progression. John, Elijah took his mantle and he smote the water. Hey, where is it going? And then the water parted. And he walked in. That one did not take all night. Everybody say progression. Hallelujah. But when he got to the turn of Jesus. <laughs> you know he's the master. He said I'm not going to be in the class of these small boys. One parted for an entire night. One night to remove his garment. He said the master removes nothing. He just walked on it. That's a superior technology. If Elijah was there and he was boasting before that his garment parted the sea, then he was about to see a man who did as if the sea did not even exist. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is a realm when it looks as if problems don't exist. They come, but you are too sophisticated for them. Say amen. amen. That is Garden of Eden experience. Maybe we get there on Sunday. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. I, I, I might be sharing on Sunday to let the garden of it. That's why they cannot find it up till now. It's not exactly a physical location. It was there physically, literally for a while. But God was making a statement. Remember I told you, every miracle that Jesus did, he did them literally, yes. But he also made a statement creating an order. So miracles are not of the same category or in the same class or of the same form. When he multiply bread, that is my miracle of multiplication. At times in your life, what you need is not creation, it's multiplication. 
At other times, what you need is not multiplication, it's creation. When he walked on water, he was demonstrating miracles in the order of doing the impossible. At times, there is a project, the time is short. It's not multiplication you need, you need the impossible to happen. At other times, when he called Lazarus to come forth, he reversed irreversible. At times, you need the irreversible to be reversed. I saw the testimony of a couple after separation. They separated for 29 years. And now they remarried again. Reversing the irreversible. Some that people have given up on. And there are many opportunities that people listening to me tonight have missed. But I announce to you in the name of Jesus Christ, greater than that opportunity will come back. Amen. If I speak, you better say amen very well. Amen. Some people come to the church to come and keep quiet. Keep quiet. No problem. Amen. 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 No. Amen. And but you are not like that when you are the spirit is moving jump and catch alright yeah praise the lord did you get what I've just said now so miracles different so Jesus was making a statement so from time to time you will need a form but there is something that I want us to pay attention to that's why I said that the ways of God and the acts of God Eventually, the ways of God will turn to the heart of God, but the ways of God will give you something beyond an act. Are you following me? See, you must have seen this progression in Daniel also. The first time a situation arose in Babylon, Daniel chapter 2, and the king said that, I dreamt, I've forgotten the dream, and I need both the dream and the interpretation. And he said, if the wise men cannot help me, cut up their head. See, it's like... This will always be that something that is supposed to be a threat to you is actually what will lift you up when prayers are offered. And it's as if you don't cross to the other side without the storm opposing you. Honestly speaking, if all of us were to choose another path, we would, but there's no other path. It has to be like a situation that threatens you then there is a supply of the spirit that makes you overcome it and from that you become master over such situation so Daniel too was enjoying himself, he was loved by the king best student in the class, 10 times better than the rest everything was going okay until the king said I kill all the wise men and Daniel was the target if the anointing is on you, not to be a preacher if you are a chosen one. And I said that saviors will rise, arise out of Zion. Not one savior. Jesus is the ultimate savior, but there are other saviors like you, all of you listening to me. That means rescuer. You are the uh, the sons of God that the creations are waiting for. And you have your mountain waiting for you. Everybody has a field that you are called to conquer. Ephesians 2.10 The Bible says that we are his workmanship created in Christ for the work that God has ordained before. You are not, God didn't send you here to now start discovering purpose. God sent you here because there is a purpose ahead of you. The script has been completed by God already before bringing you here. There is a role. That's why you are here. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is somebody hearing me? Praise the Lord. There is an assignment. There is a role. There is a field waiting for you. I shared with them briefly about this on the island yesterday. Sincerely speaking, your job is different from your work. 
But then your job can be a doorway to your work. You can be fired from your job. Nobody can fire you from your work. Your work is your assignment or not. Your job is where you collect your pay. And what you should, in moving around in life, you might likely begin with a job before you go to your work. Jesus, Bible says in John chapter 4 verse 4, Jesus was going to Galilee, but he must pass through Samaria. When you are going to Galilee and you are passing through Samaria, remember that Samaria is not your destination, it's just a route to Galilee. This is why people work in office and they steal. They are forgotten. They are there for a while. Joseph saw when he was a young man, people bowing, a kind of royalty of himself. But you see, he started by being a prisoner. And because he undoed that face very well, the next face opened up. And in the school of the spirit, you don't skip classes. Are you hearing me? Are you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. There is something you are wired for. And I, this is why it is true. That's why people go to office and they are sad on Monday. And they are very happy on Friday evening. When you have found your work, it will be difficult to get you away from your work. You do it. You love it. Yes. I told them. I said I was watching video of Lionel Messi. Even during vacation, he was playing with ball. The dog will be coming like this. He will heighten the dog and the ball will land there again. And he was wearing just pants. And he did that for hours. Vacation. Nothing could take him away from football. And they said when he was 3-4, if you did not give him football as a birthday gift, every other gift will be rejected. His brother said he had about 27, 23, 27 balls in his room when he was... He, he, he said, so, he said, if someone like that trains for one hour, and you, you are there because there's money in soccer. <laughs> oh, when we get root, when we get that's why I love what Covenant Christ is doing by doing a, a conference for teachers. We need to talk to teachers. They've told us in school if you don't know math, you are not brilliant. Says who? Some people are wired up to understand calculation, some do better when they read notes. It is a good school that will let you know that you are equally talented, but this is not your area. One day I sat on my, I sat at home. Funny enough, I was watching a Fuji singer who sang all night long without missing what. Tell me that's not a genius. How will somebody rap four pages of rap and it will flow like that? When you say a genius, it's not limited to academic. But what they've told us is that the one that is coming up first in class, that is why 10 years after school, the best students are not the richest. Life will tell you the true story. So this one, they, so they can give you an assignment. Somebody, some people are not good with sitting down one spot. They are good with varieties. Some are better when it's field work. Some are better when it's classroom. But the teacher will tell the one in class that you are the best student. And they can begin to dent the image of the other one that you are not brilliant. They look at that. Are you following me tonight? Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Whatever has to happen to you that will make you discover yourself, may it happen to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. When the king said that to Daniel, Daniel's first interpretation took him three days of fasting and prayer. He told Ariok, 
Daniel chapter 2 said, tell the king to wait. I want to fast and pray. And the Bible said the secret was revealed to Daniel in the night vision after three days of fasting. But by chapter 4, he had graduated. He was growing in the spirits. And I want to explain. That's why I want to talk about the ways of God. He was growing in the spirit. Growing. Growing up. So in chapter 4, the king dreamt that he became an animal. The summary of his dream. And they brought Daniel. He said, I had a dream. I saw an image and I saw a stone without hand. And Bible said, Daniel kept quiet for about two hours. Ah! Because the king liked him, I liked the king. He said, let the dream be for your enemy. He said, sir, you are going to become an animal. That's the summary of what you have just seen. From three days to two hours. By chapter five, when the finger wrote on the wall, they called Daniel again. That took him less than a minute. He just walked into the palace and said, Mene, Mene, take care of sin. God has numbered the day he was brought into an end. You've been weighed and you'll be found wanting. Your kingdom is right there between Medes and Pasha. End of the story. End of story. Everybody say accuracy. accuracy. May you grow in the spirit. Yes. And it's not actually a prayer. It's something that the word of God will do in you. So now, let's go to, let's talk about what I started with. So you understand that there are progression. What is the way? Now, I just want to tell you a concept that I believe will bless everybody today. Listen very well. When you pray, after the island I was discussing with Primo yesterday and then um, uh, Bramayo, when we're talking about this, and Pastor David, when you pray, please pay attention here. When Paul was giving an order about the selection or ordination of a bishop, he said that one of the major requirements, he said, he must not be a novice. God does not promote ignorance. So a sister was talking to me that she was one of our, our leaders. She was telling me today that she was watching at a point she was for one time that she was, she was she was watching something on FF Bosworth and the message was powerful about healing. Somebody was reading the book written by a uh, compilation of FF Bosworth's message and she was like wow. And I told her something. When you weren't feeling fine you probably lay your hand on yourself in the hospital and you prayed. You did what you, in Jesus' name, go, and the pain did not go. I said, when you prayed at the hospital, Lord, touch me, heal me. God heard you. But God does not promote ignorance. What, this is the mistake. Pay attention here. When we pray, we want to see the answer, the effects, but there is a process. God is more interested in you knowing how the answer is pro is created because if you are praying lord bless me i want to pay my rent your issue is that you are problem financially you have financial problem if they wire two million to your accounts you will pay for that rent but tomorrow you shall test again when you need to buy car you start crying but you see as you are praying for money this is it Many of us don't know that our prayers have been answered because they don't come in the form that we want it to come. So someone who said, who said that when they were oppressed and they were sick, they cried unto him. He did not heal them. He sent his word. Knowledge is power. God is more interested in teaching you something that will answer your prayer and that knowledge will stay with you forever so that you can replicate it and teach others at any time. So somebody says, so you prayed and 300,000 came to your account. So how? You have nothing to teach the person. Reverend Sam said he was praying 
for his finances when he looked broke, early days of this star. Money will come and it will disappear. And the Spirit of God spoke to him. He said, son, you give people too much money. Let me lead you about who to give to. If you start saving, you will have more and you'll be able to help more people. But if they come sharing what to have, and he said he noticed that anytime there was a swell in his money, somebody will come, one uncle, one auntie, one friend, and they will all look. And he said the Lord told him one day, you will never become Alpha and Omega. And it's not part of your title. That they will keep you at this level. You know what they call crabs race? It is real. I saw it in a movie. I've not seen it live, but I've seen it in a movie before. That when you put 200 crabs in a bath, in a, in a, in a bucket, none of them will come out. When one is coming out, others will pull. And the rest of them taught us some that it is not every time you help the poor that God blesses you. Some, you are indulging them. Now, listen to me. If I love to borrow from everybody, and when I collect money from this sister, when she wants to ask her for her money, I'll just ask Roti, can you just borrow me? And he, and he keeps borrowing me. See, that attitude of borrow, borrow will never leave me. Once I know that when at the last minute I can just harass a friend that they'll give me money, I will keep doing that thing until the day I cannot collect money from any friend again. Then common sense will say that I need to reorder my life. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. Now, look at it. What God taught him that day about how to put his money in order is what produced the Reverend Sam you are hearing today. If when he prayed, that time he was praying for something, Lord, I need a car. Can you just send three more million for the money to complete? And it seemed that God did not answer, but he noticed. He said, Bishop, when the post message came up, how many times have you prayed about something and a book addressing that topic to deliver into your hand knowledge that will fortify you forever? But you were conscious. You were looking at your phone ten times for a lot. And there is a message on financial freedom. You are not looking at it. Just a little information. And forever you can, beyond now that you have what you are believing God for, you have it now. Beyond possessing that miracle, you can write a book that will bless generations after you based on a knowledge you receive from God. Did you get that? Hallelujah. That was what happened to Kennedy again. On the ground that, as he was on a sickbed, in his paralysis, and he read Mark eleven twenty three. Whatever you ask when you pray, believe that you receive. Mark eleven twenty four. And then, whatever you ask when you pray, believe. So he prayed. You know, nobody had thought faith like that before him. So there was nobody to listen to. He grew up in, a, you know, he just he just did not even believe in the divine healing. Then so he was on the bed, and he prayed, and he would check his body. And then the Lord started one day. Then he realized the spirit just look at that scripture again. Whatsoever you believe when whatsoever you ask when you pray, believe that is the first thing. Then you shall receive. He said, You are trying to receive before you believe. That's why you are checking your body. Then he began to praise God. From Africa to Europe to South to everywhere in the world. That simple knowledge that God taught again that you believe first before you receive has produced everybody including Baba Deboe and Bishop Boedeko were all laid hands on by Papa Egin on one truth. That truth brought him eventually from a sick bed but it did not stop there. Go to any Christian bookshop on the face of the earth today. If you don't see Kenneth Egin's books there, that's not a Christian bookshop. 
nothing, but if the Lord just touched him and raised him up, he will be healed. But nothing to bless the nation after. The visions of God, what you want to have, God's plan that you should have it is bigger than your plan. He wants you to have it, but beyond what you want, he wants you to be a blessing. Remember, his covenant statement is always that, and I will bless you so that you can be a blessing. It does not stop with you. When it stops with you, God is not committed. Hallelujah. Next week, we are going to talk about. And I've been mentioning it about two times now. Why do you talk to friends and chat to people for three, four hours and you cannot pray for 30 minutes? It is because of what you think prayer is. Many times, at times, some of the most powerful prayers we can pray, they are in conversation with God. Abraham's servant stood by the well and he said, Oh God of my master Abraham, let it be. Genesis 24. Let it be that the first woman that comes out, blah, 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 and Rebekah came out. The Bible says in Isaiah 64, before they call her, we answer, why the word is in them? It's amazing. When will you start conversing with God sincerely? You are driving and you are really talking to God. Then you will discover one thing. God is interested in every aspect of your life. One. Number two. What this whole fasting and separation and prayer is all about, God is only looking for one thing. Fellowship with him. John saw it and he said that our fellowship is with the Father. That is what matters most. When you want to know God's perfect plan, you have to go to the perfect chapters in the Bible before the fall of man. They will show you outside provisions of the cross or inside Jesus. Those are the chapters that will let you know God's original purpose for man. Because he dealt with man the way he intended to before man fell. At the cool of the day, God will come and fellowship. God longs for fellowship. He likes it when you talk with him all day long. You are driving, you are walking on the road. Prayer is not powerful because of the position you assume. It is powerful because of God behind it. I get what I'm saying. So you will say, ah, we went to that vigil to pray some powerful prayer. What is powerful prayer? The loudest. It's not in the noise. What is the end result of praying? To receive an answer. Abraham's servant received by standing and just saying those words. Then that was a powerful prayer. A prayer that was answered before he finished praying. That's powerful prayer. It's not the one that after people finish sweating. Ah! Agbadura, man. <laughs> that we pray powerful prayer. Ah! Even the devil is on one of Agbadura. <laughs> and sister just like, you really do pray. <laughs> Amen. It's not in the shout. It's in the sincerity and the genuineness of your communication with the Heavenly Father. I have discovered that when you start sincerely, not trying to use big vocabulary or spiritual language, you are the osmos pieces. In all sincerity, you are praying. A time comes, the anointing comes in. And you don't know when you are there for three, four hours. We don't pray for long hours to impress anybody or to prove a point. We do because there is something between you and the Father. As you start, the Spirit carries you. And after you turn that you are there for a long time without even knowing that you have prayed for a long time. Hallelujah. 20 minutes prayer at times can be more powerful than 6 hours prayer. The number of hours involved does not energize God. You understand? God is not like, okay, uh, like your phone battery. 
It will charge me for two hours now. I'll be available for the rest of the day. But if you charge me for five minutes, I will soon go off. God is not like that. So, if I don't eat for ten days, does that anoint God more? So, my empty stomach now makes God more powerful. Okay, did you just do several days? I am now more powerful. So, what do you want me to do? No. We fast to discipline ourselves and because it is in the scripture we fast. But we have to understand that power belongs to God. And that it longs for fellowship. God wants you to develop a deep fellowship with him and intimacy. He's satisfied by that. Many of us prayed in the morning, but all through the day, you don't bother to pray again. God doesn't really, he wants that fellowship. He wants that fellowship. Sometimes the most powerful way of praying is not to be asking for anything. Your hands are up on the table in the office. I love you, Lord. And angels will join you. It's always a very powerful thing. I was doing that in NPC one day when I was serving in Kaduna. They had gone to the mosque to pray, so I was left alone in the office and I began. And the spirit took over. And the presence of God filled the office. And my boss was coming. So when he knocked the door, I stopped. A full landing. When he entered, he said, what just happened here? Then he looked at me and said, your face is bright. I just got up and I said, you cannot understand, sir. I can't explain to you. And none of them could really walk for the rest of the day in the office. Because there was a presence mightier than them and I did not want to explain to them. How wonderful is it when you start fellowshipping with God? When you are there, not because you want to ask him for anything, Father, I love you. Then the anointing begins to work on all the areas of your life. He knows them already without you asking, without you telling him. So he begins to work. Things begin to change. Let's rise. Is someone blessed tonight? Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and just worship him. For about two, three minutes, can we just do that? Before we go tonight, just worship him. Just tell him how you love him. Take your mind, take your, just forget about what has happened until now. Just worship him. Give him praise. Don't look at yourself, whether you are clean or you are not clean, or you are this or you are not that. That's not time for that now. Forget about yourself for a while. You can start with a simple conversation. Father, I thank you. You can begin by saying, Lord, I, I thank you. I'm here tonight to hear this word. Lord, I thank you. Be sincere with your communication with the but commune with him. Oh, Father, I thank you. I came here tired, but I just thank you for what I have heard. Lord, you know I love you. Somehow you've always made me to be at the right place at the right time. Jesus, I trust you. Thank you for the death and resurrection. You paid for all my sins. You paid. Nothing is against me again. No record. Nothing. You've taken over. Jesus, I worship you. What a precious blood that has washed me. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I give you praise, my Lord. I adore you. I bless your name. I bless your name. Oh, we worship you. Remo kosi yamanda la bari kosi la mande. Ipa sori yamande lebo kosi yamanda la bari tosi la iraseke malamanda yaba. I'm hearing restoration in my spirit. Are there people here tonight? You just feel. It's not by feeling, but you sense deeply inside you. That you just need to say, Lord, you know what? I am born again, but full of errors and mistakes. 
Lord, I just receive this newness of your grace, of your anointing, freshness of the anointing of the spirits. Oh, we worship you. Many times, you are a believer, so you are a believer. But we miss it in the place of fellowship. At times, though we have a relationship with the Father because we are born again, but we have stopped fellowshipping with him. You can just be going through the motions, fulfilling religious obligation, but there is no fellowship, no freshness, no newness. But you just want to say, Father, tonight I receive I, I, what you have offered me, fellowship, not routine. Something fresh, something deep, something powerful, something awesome. If that is your prayer, why don't you pray tonight? Everybody in this category, the rest, put down your hand, lift up your two hands wherever you are. I'm beginning to pray. Yeah. If you're in the class I just described, now lift up a hand. You, you, you need a fresh fellowship with the Father. You are born again, but the fellowship has, has been somehow. You just need that new life injected. That's indeed new fellowship. This freshness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Begin to thank him and say, Lord, I receive. I receive. I'm never condemned by you, so I receive. I receive. Maybe a situation happened and it's all too deeply and it has somehow made your fellowship stale. Yeah, every morning you wake up, you pray, but you know that a depth is missing. Something is missing. Words are not coming again. Revelations are not coming again. But you just want to reenact that. That's what tonight's service is all about. He said to me, restoration. Glory to God. Father, I pray for these people tonight. That by the power of the Holy Spirit, there is restoration of fellowship in the name of Jesus. Of insatiable hunger for you. Of desire for you like never before. Walking in love, walking in your grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, let those revelations start again tonight. Let your ears of understanding be open. Let your eyes of understanding be open. Let light shine. Let it have effect over their soul. Let them begin to walk in your ways like never before. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak to you by the scriptures that thy sins are forgiven. In him, because he has taken it away. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We worship you. All resentment, anger, all bitterness gone. In the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be your name, Lord. You are healed emotionally. You are healed spiritually. You are healed physically. In the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Every good relationship that is suffering right now, there is a discord a disconnect, a disagreement, arguments. We bind you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You will not wreck what started in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Misunderstanding in offices, in homes, arguments. I command this call to disappear. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. 
there are people here tonight before Friday. So many good things will happen to you. You will just see that things are just opening up for you. It is on the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You won't be able to pinpoint anything special you have done. Except that you have chosen to believe him. And to believe his word. I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Goodness and mercy are with you all the days of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.